This is the Off Kilter Podcast. It is about breaking rules, listening to your ovaries, and coloring outside of the lines. Each week, we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality, feel powerfully graceful, and deeply connected to your body, all while navigating life. I am your teacher, Amy Kate Burr. Warrior Woman, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is a solo episode. I haven't done one of those in a while, so I am super excited to talk to you today about the expectation reality gap. Now, it kind of sounds like a scientific concept. It's not. (laughs) Um, It's something that I have observed and seen in the last 12 years, uh, working with not only women, but working with humans. And so I want to talk about this expectation reality gap that uh, we often find uh, that we have. And I think that there is this interesting relationship between expectations and reality. And often between those two things, there is this gap. And so today we're going to talk about Why is there a gap there? What does it mean? And how we can really help navigate ourselves through it and even close the gap a little bit so uh, we can get the results that we want, not just in our training, but really in our life. Uh, So most of the women that I work with, they come to me because they can't get the results that they want in their training. Now, results to them mostly means to lose weight or to change their body composition. But secondary to that, it could be to feel stronger, uh, to attain a skill like a pull-up and a push-up, maybe to be pain-free. But mostly it is to lose weight or change their body composition. Now, they have a goal, so an expectation about where they want to go and what that result looks like or feels like. And they really want to know how to get there. They want help with the journey, the how, you know, how do they lose weight? How do they change their body composition? How do they feel stronger? How do they move from being in pain to pain free? Or how do they get a pull up? Now, what there's two pieces when we look at this expectation reality gap. So there's our expectations, so our goals that we have. uh, And then there is our reality. And sometimes there is a really big gap between them, which makes it really hard to get the results that we want. And I'm gonna explain it. So just keep me in your ears and stay with me. So when I start working with her, we'll connect. Uh, She'll tell me about her goals, her expectations, where she wants to go, uh, what results she wants to obtain or what skills she'd like to attain. And then our work together is me helping her know how to get there. But the first piece is looking at, and I speak about this often, so why, her why. You know, why does she have these goals? Why does she want to train? 
what are her you know where did her expectations come from what what's the story behind it uh, often if it has to do with her you know her body image we we dig into that yeah what do results mean to her uh, and there's a lot of work that may have to go on here to really shift the meaning of results remember I've spoken before about you know if my why is coming from a place of fear and scarcity fear of not being enough, uh, if I don't weigh a certain, you know, amount or don't look a certain way, fear of not being worthy, of not being loved, of not being sexy, um, you know, and this scarcity of, you know, undernourishing and overtraining to try and attain, you know, this body composition. So if it's from fear and scarcity, it's squishy and it's stressful, and the physiology knows this. It knows that it's squishy and stressful. Your red umbrella knows. And so then you have, you know, this red umbrella that may be weak or broken because one or more of the prongs in the red umbrella, you know, aren't working right. Uh, so the first piece is looking at this expectation piece, this why. So, you know, why, where is the why coming from? Is it coming from fear and scarcity? And if it is, we already know that it's squishy and it's stressful, that we know that the red umbrella is probably not working right. So there are our expectations. You know, if my expectation is to lose X amount of weight or to change my body composition, uh, and then there is my reality. So the actual state of my red umbrella, the state of my body, my nervous system, how well my body is functioning. And often this is what creates the gap because we have these expectations, but then our reality is squishy and stressful. We have a red umbrella that's not working right. We have one or more prongs that aren't working right. And this is why we're seeing irregular, painful cycles. This is why we can't get the results that we want in our training. Uh, and so what we do is then we look at her red umbrella. We look at, you know, what prongs aren't working right. And you know that I'm super fascinated in three prongs in particular, which is your cycle prong, your food prong, and your training prong. So that's where I start. And... I start to look at the cycle prong, the food prong, and the training prong. And what are the reality of those prongs? What's actually going on? So if we look at the food prong, the reality is, is that she's undernourishing herself. She's not eating enough. Often she's fasting. She's drinking too much caffeine, too much alcohol. Uh, she's dieting. Uh, and then she's got a really weak or broken food prong. Now, if you don't have enough fuel just to support your red umbrella and then you're training on top of this, that's creating a gap between your expectation to achieve a certain weight or a certain body composition and what you're actually doing. So... My role as a coach then is to support her to close that gap or to nourish her food prong of her red umbrella to help her get the results that she wants from her training. So what do we do? 
if we have this expectation and then this reality, and if we use the food prong as an example, that I can see that she's undernourishing herself, uh, she's not eating enough, often enough, uh, we then do work there because the work that we do on the food prong is going to support us in being able to train harder. It's going to support our cycle, which supports our hormones, uh, which helps us uh, nourish our red umbrella and manage stress. Because really, this is a stress conversation or a red umbrella conversation. So if you have an expectation or a goal and you can't seem to get there, you know, maybe I, tr I often train with females who've been training for years or decades but still can't do a pull-up. And that's been a goal for a really long time. Now, there's a couple of pieces to this. Often, it's not uh, the right process and method. So from, the, from you know, who they've been taught by before. Uh, so the process and the method definitely matter. But, you know, there's so many other prongs in the red umbrella. And a lot of the time, it's because there, there's so much stress in... The body and so if you think that you have a gap the gap is often created because you don't have a red umbrella that is working right because of stress so this gap conversation is a stress conversation and you know the only way we can close that expectation reality gap is one we're looking at your expectations and we're doing the work there and then two we're looking at the reality and we're looking at how to manage stress. So how to nourish your red umbrella. Uh, and, you know, there are many ways that we can do that. Remember that your red umbrella has so many prongs, you know, your food prong, your training prong, your cycle prong, your relationship prong, your trauma prong, your environment, your metabolism. Uh, your, there is a lot, uh, you know, Basically, anything in your life that either creates stress or helps support the red umbrella with stress. Um, so, if I'm, I'll give you an example. Often, there is a comparison to myself. So, I tend to attract women that want to be strong want to look strong, uh, want to have a similar body composition to myself. And so there's this comparison to myself and to others, definitely. Now, this comparison is what creates uh, part of the gap, uh, part of this expectation reality gap. And it's where it can be really squishy and stressful because our red umbrellas are different. And often they're comparing themselves to myself. Now, my life or my red umbrella looks very different to theirs. And it's not good or bad, it just is what it is. I have created a red umbrella uh, that, you know, I guess the way that I can put it is that I have constructed my life to ensure that I can have a strong red umbrella that, you know, that I keep my expectation reality gap small. <laughs> and it wasn't always this way. So I often tell the story of 
2013, I was doing my master's in dietetics. I had a very bad relationship breakdown. I had to move multiple times. So I didn't have a stable home environment, which is really important to me. I was getting up at 5 a.m. to train before I went to my major clinical placement. I had full-time uni on top of that. Uh, And what happened was that I got shingles. I got really unwell. I got irregular cycles, a hormonal imbalance. I had a really big weight gain because of the stress. So my red umbrella was really weak and really broken. And I had all these expectations to perform well at uni, to continue my training. Uh, and But my reality was that my red umbrella was weak and broken. My body was so stressed and it was telling me that. But there was this big gap that was created. And from this experience, from feeling and living this gap, I, I said to myself that I never want to experience this again. It was two years of uh, healing and learning about my red umbrella and, and, and learning about all my prongs and, and, and healing essentially. So it took me, you know, a year to move from being in pain to pain free, uh, from feeling really scared uh, to train and not being confident in my body to feeling confident and, you know, building trust again with my body. I had an amazing coach uh, to help me through that process. And that was just the first year. And then it took me years after that to heal and learn about my red umbrella, to learn about my prongs and to help me close that gap between, you know, all the expectations that I had and my reality. Uh, And so what often happens is is there, there is this comparison to myself and, you know, I've constructed my life so it's not stressful. Yes, of course. I experience stress. Yes, of course, my red umbrella can be weak sometimes uh, and one or more of my prongs aren't working right. But over the last 12, 13 years, I've learned how to, I've learned all the tools and strategies to be able to nourish my red umbrella. And I have created a life that is not squishy and not stressful. What I mean by that is often a lot of the women that I work with uh, have, you know, children, two or three children. Uh, They may have uh, a big job. They have financial commitments. Uh, They have a relationship. Um, They have a lot going on. (laughs) And then they have this expectation to look a certain way or to lose weight. And their reality is not supporting that. And now that's not a bad thing, but it's something that we need to be aware of. We need to be aware of if that, and I'll I'll often ask the question, how are you actually living? So not how you think that you're living, not how you want to live, But how are you actually living? Because if you know that, you know, our environment can be stressful, having children can be stressful, uh, 
you know, being in relationship, having financial commitments, work, all of those things are stressful. Now, what I often hear is that I'm not stressed. On a conscious level, maybe not, but on a subconscious level or on a nervous system level, a lot of us are stressed because our environment's stressful and a lot of us are undernourished. We're actually not eating enough food. So she often has a very stressful life and then these expectations to look a certain way. And the work really is in asking yourself, how do you want to live? First, you need to ask, how are you actually living? You know, uh, what are your values? Uh, why do you have the expectations? Are you eating enough? Are you resting? Are you recovering? Uh, are you doing the right type of training for your physiology? And then asking yourself, well, how do you want to live? And there's often a gap between those two questions, like how are you actually living between the schedules and the, and the doing and the busyness and the rushing and the under eating and the overtraining, uh, and then how you actually want to live and want to feel. So the way I kind of look at it is that there's also another interesting relationship and that's between depletion and accumulation. So if we look at our red umbrella, training can deplete, but it can also give us, uh, it, it can also support our red umbrella and our goals as can our work. So our work can deplete us, but it can also uh, help us accumulate energy uh, and it can also help us get to our goals. Uh, so there is this, there's, it, it's an interesting relationship as well. So what I'm often finding, though, is that there's a lot of depletion going on. Uh, and I'll come back to my example. So after I went through that experience and my red umbrella was really weak and really broken and I spent years working on, you know, healing it and learning about it, learning about my prongs, you know, learning about how to support and nourish my red umbrella, then my gap begin to start to close. Um, and today, I understand my body. I trust my body. Uh, you know, I've learned so much about how to train. Uh, I nourish it with enough food. And so I can have expectations of my body to achieve certain things, like maybe to attain certain skills because I understand how to train, I understand how to nourish it and how to recover. And so the gap between, you know, my expectation to get that skill and my actual reality is not very big because of me understanding my red umbrella. And, you know, I've set my environment, uh, my environment up to not be very stressful. I, um, the food piece is a big one. You know, I know the right type of training to support my physiology. My cycle arrives regularly on time without symptoms. Uh, basically, I know how to manage my stress <laughs> and how to recover. So therefore, my gap's not very big. Now, think about yourself. So think about maybe an expectation. Uh, 
that you have of yourself. Now think about your reality and, you know, do you have more depletion than accumulation? Uh, and the goal really is to assess, you know, the overall contribution of each prong in your red umbrella rather than viewing them as discrete. And I think that's super key as well. You know, we can, and my work definitely focuses on a few in particular, but it's the overall contribution of each prong of, you know, each part of your life that uh, contributes to the state of your red umbrella, that contributes to, you know, your cortisol levels and your hormonal levels. And it's not just, we can't view them as discrete. We can definitely pull out one that we feel that really needs to be focused on. And for me, it's food. Uh, and so, by saying, uh, by really asking yourself, okay, what prong is depleting me? And how is this creating stress? So often we'll start with the food one. Uh, the food prong is depleting because we're actually not nourishing ourselves with enough food and uh, often enough. So we don't have enough energy on a cellular level to generate energy. And then on top of this, we're training. So it's creating a lot of stress on our red umbrella. So once we've identified that, we can then start to work on nourishing that food prong. So eating every three or four hours, balancing our meals with quality proteins, root starchy carbohydrates, uh, sugars like fruits, uh, and some fats. And then over time, what we're doing is that we're nourishing that prong, we're building trust with our body, uh, we're healing the red umbrella. And that's helping us close the gap because then we have the food to support the red umbrella to manage the stress, which then is going to help us to be able to maybe train harder, maybe train longer, maybe get more out of our training, maybe recover better. Uh, it might stabilize our blood sugar. Uh, then from the training, we might be able to build more lean muscle mass, which at rest, it's the active tissue. So the more lean muscle mass we have, the more, the higher our resting metabolic rate. So the higher the resting metabolic rate uh, means, you know, the more fat we burn at rest, which therefore may support our body composition goals or to help us lose weight. Uh, and you can see how not viewing them as discrete can be helpful, but we do need to focus on, you know, a couple of prongs to help us. Now, of course, the goal isn't to eliminate all stress. That doesn't happen <laughs> in life. You know, if you want to achieve and push yourself and you want to have, you know, a relationship and be in relationship with someone and have children and, you know, have work goals. Of course, all of those things can be stressful. You know, being in relationship is hard. Being a parent is hard. Uh, and we will experience stress. It's not about eliminating the stress. It's about asking ourselves, okay, how am I actually living? You know, do I need... That, that financial commitment? Do I need to rush here? Do I need that car? Do I need that material object? Uh, 
you know, what do I actually want? What are my values? How do I want to feel? How do I actually want to live? Uh, and then the goal is to understand that there is a relationship between depletion and accumulation. So what's depleting you? And then what do you need to focus on? Uh, and the last piece is, you know, that how you choose to live impacts it all. You know, how we eat, how we breathe, uh, our relationships, our environment, all our prongs impacts the state of our nervous system. And so closing this gap, and this is why I call it the long way home, <laughs> because closing this gap without taking the shortcut, it takes time. It takes time for us to get you know, really clear and curious about how we actually want to live, what actually matters to us, how do we want to feel, uh, why do I have these expectations, what's my story, uh, what's my why for training. And then we need to spend time on looking at our red umbrella, looking at our life, uh, what's depleting us, and then how can we accumulate energy, how can we nourish those prongs so we can then begin to close the gap not easy but really important work and yeah it's such a key piece in my work it's uh one of the hardest pieces in my work but um one of the most important journeys i think uh, we can go on is that we have all these expectations and then we have a reality. Now we can definitely shift our reality because it's our choice. Yeah. In the end, you're in choice. You choose how you want to live. But first you need to get clear on how you actually want to live. For me, I don't like things. You know, I don't want a big house or an expensive car uh, I'm not a material person. You know, right now, uh, our Duna cover got a really big rip in it. And it's taken me about two months to think about buying a new Duna cover. You know, just small things like that. Like, I'm very minimal, like minimalist. Now, I'm not saying if you're the opposite to me that that's bad. That's not bad. There's no good. There's no bad. There just is. But if you want to live a certain way, that may create a big gap between your expectation and your reality. And then the work really for you is, is, is that okay? <laughs> is that how you want to live? Yeah. Uh, and then you need to choose. You know, if that's not how you want to live, make the choices. Get rid of the car. <laughs> get rid of some of the financial commitments. You know, you can't get rid of the children, but, you know, where where do you need to shift things in your life or what do you need to add in, yeah, to support, you know, how you actually want to live. And sometimes with the women that I work with, it's as simple as changing their training to support their physiology. So, less high intensity training, more body weight strength training and weight training to increase their lean muscle mass and to reduce the stress on their red umbrella and then getting them to eat enough. And then they can still live how they were living, you know, but they have strategies there 
to support their red umbrella. They learn about how to use food as fuel to support their red umbrella and their training. And so I think that's another key piece is that, you know, you don't have to change your whole life, (laughs) but you definitely have to ask yourself the question, you know, how am I actually living? How do I want to live? And then what strategies do I need to help support either the life that, you know, I have or, um, you know, I get to choose a different way. Anyway, that was a little bit of a ramble, I think, but I hope it was helpful. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you have any questions about about the episode or about the topic, about the concept, uh, you f- maybe find that you have a really big expectation reality gap that's creating a lot of stress, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, connect in with me and you know, we can have a conversation about what it looks like to even start to close that gap. I know sometimes it can be really overwhelming, it can be really frustrating, and that's why it's so important to, you know, have, have someone on your team that can be there and support you in, you know, creating these changes and understanding your red umbrella in, in cultivating strategies to support um you know, to support you closing that gap. Okay, so that's it for today's solo episode, The Expectation Reality Gap. If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at amykatebow. I also write a daily blog. You can sign up on my website, amykatebow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember, take the long way home. Bye for now.